to someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, hey, hey guys, welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Something that has been kind of bothering me a little bit with everything that's just been happening with our society and with government and with mandates and maybe a little bit of lack of freedom, uh, maybe a lot of lack of freedom. Um, I just want to speak to that and how that even ties into religion and faith. Uh, I feel like the last year and a half when COVID hit, um, First of all, a lot of this is going to be my personal opinion, okay? So I know the topic and the title of this podcast is The Truth for Youth, and I base this solely on biblical truth, but there is going to be a little bit of my opinion on today's episode. So um, yeah, when, when COVID hit and everything, obviously we were taking precautions, but as things have progressed, I feel like that we've been lied to a tremendous amount with just, you know, all sorts of information, miscommunication, half-truths, half-lies, and it's constantly from our media, from social media, maybe even from influencers, from our government, and it's become very frustrating, you know, and that was even the start of this is even why I even titled it Truth for Youth, and I mentioned that in the first podcast because it's hard to know what is truth, and my goodness, that was a year and a half ago, and now as we've continued to go, it's it's even harder to know what to believe, you know, what statistics to believe, what studies to believe, what ex quote unquote experts we should believe. And it just makes life kind of confusing. And I feel like as a whole, our nation and in really even the entire world has not thought through everything. And that's why today we're going to talk about critical thinking. I feel like too many people have just been the sheep and just blindly following and listening because they think it's an expert or they think it's a credible source. Uh, when in reality, we need to be doing more due diligence as a unit, as a group of people, and certainly as believers. And again, this is all going to tie back into our faith, but um, it, it kind of came to the forefront because I've been hearing a lot about how we need to be critical thinkers. You know, we need to really sift through the information that's being fed to us from governments and from, you know, experts, whether it's this vaccine stuff or, you know, just political parties, who to believe, who's doing what, who's in office. So anyways, this this ties in as a whole. Okay, so kind of bear with me. Um, but again, I just believe there is a need for more truth, right, like biblical truth, but also truth from media. I mean, I remember as a kid, anything we saw on the news, I mean, we believed it. And now it makes me wonder, I mean, did were they even telling us the full truth back then, which they probably weren't. But I do believe that they were trying to be accurate reporters of the information that they were given. Whereas today, I honestly don't think you can believe anything on the media. It's, it's really hard to believe anything that the media says. And that's a sad that's a sad state that we're in where you can't fully believe and trust what the media is telling us, what experts are telling us, what reporters are telling us. They're not giving us all the facts or they're being biased because of uh, money or ratings or who's, you know, who's behind the studies or who's behind you know, owning that news network and pushing agendas. So 
again, I go back to what do we do about it? What do we do as individuals? What do we do as Americans? What do we do as followers of Christ? You know, how should we go about living in the world that, that we're experiencing right now? Well, for one, I believe we ought to stand up for our freedom, right? That's what especially America was founded on, and that's what we should be fighting for is our freedom, freedom um, not to, to become, you know, a, a, a dictatorship, you know, not to become, you know, something that we weren't originally intended to be as a country. But anyways, um, I, started, I started thinking about this critical thinking because it's kind of became a, a hot topic. So let's look at the definition of critical thinking first of all. Let's let's kind of define it before we get too too involved in it. Well, there's obviously different different definitions and different theories of what really critical thinking is. But here's a couple that I like. This one is from the University of Louisville, and it says critical thinking is the intellectually disciplined process of actively and skillfully conceptualizing, applying, analyzing, synthesizing, and or evaluating information gathered, either gathered from or generated from observation, experience, reflection, reasoning, communication, as a guide to your beliefs or action. Again, so what we're believing or the actions that we're taking uh, is based on, obviously, the thoughts that we have. And what are those thoughts? And it's critical thinking is to process those thoughts a little bit more clearly by intellectual discipline, right? Not just believing something because it was told to us. It's intellectual discipline. It's a process of actively and skillfully, you know, analyzing information and visualizing it and applying it and gathering this information from maybe multiple sources to it, to come about your beliefs, all right? It's not just taking something because someone said it. It's actually, you know, spending some time and energy thinking about that. Here's another one. Uh, critical thinking is the ability to think clearly and rationally about what to do or what to believe. So you see how this is, can tie into multiple things, whether it be your worldview, it could be beliefs about a political party, it could be beliefs about uh, history, it could be beliefs about your faith, it could be beliefs about anything. It's thinking about those things clearly and rationally as to become you know, what you're believing in. Here's another one. Critical thinking is the ability to think in an organized and a rational manner in order to understand connections between ideas and or facts. It helps you decide what to believe. In other words, it is thinking about thinking. And I like that. Thinking about thinking, okay? So what are you thinking and why are you thinking that, okay? And that is kind of, you know, generating our, our belief system. Um, look, because we're constantly bombarded with information every single day, and it's hard to know, is this truth? Is it half truth? And honestly, it's, it's exhausting because you hear something and it's like, dang it, now I can't just believe it because it may not be true. So you have to dig. You have to do some research. You have to kind of find some other sources maybe. What are other sources saying? Uh, and even just because you read a statistic, a result from a survey or an experiment. You can't even take that necessarily for full granted, uh, for, for full belief. 
Look, I took a class in graduate school called statistics where all we did was perform surveys where we went out and surveyed public, you know, individuals, or we did experiments. And I realized, and it was, it was kind of an eye-opening experience, just how biased you could make that research. You can tweak a few things and you can get results that you want. It's really kind of scary. Um, now, obviously, if you do it correctly, you know, and you're getting a lot of times what they wanted us to do, obviously, was get an unbiased group of people. You know, so when you're picking your selection of who you're selecting to be a part of the survey of the experiment, you want it to be random, right? You want it to be a good representation of the population that you're trying to represent. Um, well, you can easily tweak that if you wanted to. And then even the results, okay? You tweak a couple of little variables here and there, and you can really skew the results big time, okay? So I tell you all that just so that you know, just because you see a survey, just because you see an experiment and you get numbers, you can't necessarily believe that fully. What you want to do is say, okay, where did this come from? Was it a biased research? Like who funded it? That's a big one. Where was the money? You know, was it uh, a company that's pushing their own agenda did the research? Well, because they're obviously going to tell you results that favors them. Um, or are there other multiple surveys and research experiments that come up with the same the same results you know then obviously it's easier to believe that when there's multiple versus just one or if you see two results and they're completely different look at the source okay where's the money who did it was it an unbiased organization or was it you know funded you know from multiple multiple uh, channels to get there all right so again um, how to go about thinking through this. And so, again, it's going to take effort. It's going to take time and energy to think about what you're thinking. <clears throat> you know, and I've been talking a lot about, obviously, the world that we're living, because I am concerned. I'm concerned with our freedom. I'm concerned with the, the direction that our government is, is taking us um, or certain individuals in the government are taking us. And I do think they have an agenda that they're pushing and they're trying to hide it behind um, a pandemic. Uh, look, COVID is real. Okay. I'm not saying it's not real. It is. I had it. My whole family had it. I know it's real. Um, we didn't die of it. Uh, I do know some people that have died, um, but it's not nearly as deadly as what the the media wants you to, sh to think that, oh my gosh, people are dead in the streets. You just have to sift through people as you walk out the front door. That's not the case. It's basically a flu. Okay. It's basically that. M again, my belief. Okay. This is my opinion. Um, but again, th this isn't about COVID. It's about how are you getting your beliefs about COVID, about God, about Jesus. I don't want you to believe in God. I don't want you to believe in Jesus because I'm telling you to, because I do it. Don't want you to believe because you hear a preacher on TV or on the internet or on a podcast. <clears throat> because if you're doing that, if you're just taking it and believing it because you like that person or you think that person's you know, popular or an influencer or credible, you need to think about what you're thinking, right? Critical thinking. Now, you don't have to do this with every single thing, right? But important matters, you better do some critical thinking. And I want you to take your faith critically thought out, 
Okay, so if you're going to be a Christian, I hope you've critically thought about it. Because here's what happens. Look, I've been a youth pastor for over 13 years. This is, and, and even just being a Christian for many, many more. You see people become Christians or claim Christianity and then later completely walk away from their faith. Why is that? Well, there's multiple reasons, maybe different life circumstances happen that, that cause them to pull away. But I'm going to tell you one of those reasons is because they didn't critically think about their faith before they followed Christ. So if you were just becoming a Christ follower because that was the cool thing to do or you felt pressured from your youth group or a pastor or a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a parent, and you haven't really thought it through, guess what? You're probably not going to stay that way unless at some point you really dig deep and it becomes your own faith. Okay, that, so that was a big key thing being a youth pastor is getting students to own their own faith was kind of a, a phrase you know we used to use is are you owning your own faith meaning this faith you believing in jesus better not be because i told you to as your youth pastor it better not be because your parents told you to and don't have their faith don't don't believe in god because of the things that they experienced believe in god because of what you experience what you believe and again it's going to take some critical thought why do you why do you believe those things um here is a, is a great verse that kind of has to do with this whole critical thinking and being a Christian. It comes in Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. And I'm going to read a few different versions because, again, I like different versions. All right, so here's the common English. It says, So live in Christ Jesus, the Lord, in the same way as you received him. Be rooted and built up in him, be established in your faith, and overflow with thanksgiving just as you were taught. See to it that nobody enslaves you with philosophy and foolish deception, which conform to a human tradition and the way the world thinks and acts rather than Christ. Don't be enslaved by philosophy and foolish deception and conform to human traditions the way the world thinks and acts, but rather as Christ. All right, here's contemporary English. You have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord. Now keep on following him. Plant your roots in in Christ and let him be the foundation for your life in your faith, just as you were taught, and be grateful Verse 8, don't let anyone fool you by using senseless arguments. These arguments may sound wise, but they are human teachings. They come from the powers of this world and not from Christ. Again, how many times can you go back and think about things that you were maybe taught in school or just arguments that you had and they just don't really make sense, right? Because they're, they're human thoughts, they're human ideas, they're, they're foolish, they're senseless arguments if they're not backed by biblical facts and by biblical truths. And uh, here's easy to read. I'm just going to read verse 8 because um, that's, that's the main verse that I want to hit on. Be sure you are not led away by the teaching of those who have nothing worth saying and only plan to deceive you. That teaching is not from Christ. It is only human tradition and comes from the powers that influence this world. 
Be sure you are not led away by the teaching of those who have nothing worth saying and only plan to deceive you. Guys, there are so many people that want to deceive you, whether that be peers, teammates, maybe even coaches, maybe even some of your teachers, maybe even some of your bosses or coworkers one day, government, even pastors, quote-unquote pastors, are going to try to deceive you. You have to critically think what they are telling you, why they're, you're, why they're telling you something. And then the last one I want to read, I know I'm going over a lot today, but this is the message. Watch out for people who try to dazzle you with big words and intellectual double talk. They want to drag you off into endless arguments that never amount to anything. They spread their ideas through the empty traditions of human beings and the empty superstitions of spirit beings. But that's not the way of Christ. Everything of God gets expressed in Him so you can see and hear Him clearly. You don't need a telescope. You don't need a microscope or a horoscope to realize the fullness of Christ and the emptiness of the universe without him. <laughs> That's, you know, pretty, pretty humorous uh, way to, to translate that biblical verse, but there's a lot of truth, and it's kind of putting it in today's, um, you know, word and terminology. You know, don't get, don't get dazzled, right? Don't be, um, you know, caught up in the big words or the double talk, which there's a lot of that. I'm telling you, you don't have to go far, and you hear it every day. Um, is it biblical? Is it biblically backed? Is it truth? And again, don't necessarily believe the Bible just because it's the Bible. If you will do your critical thinking about the Bible and then say, okay, I've done my critical thinking about the Bible and I believe it as a whole, then that's your standard, right? Then that's how you can go back to it and say, okay, that's my truth. That's that's what I do, okay? So I did have some doubts when I was in college. I grew up in a Christian home, grew up in a Christian community, and when I went to college, I started doubting a little bit, and I had to dig deep, but I came back with a stronger faith, a stronger belief in Jesus, and so now the Bible is my truth, okay? It's my north star. It is my true north in the sense that that is, that's where I go to, right? That's, that's what's directing everything. So for me, that's why I go back to the Bible. I don't have to critically think about the Bible every time. You know, it is what it is. Now, we'll say... There have been times, and still even today, where someone will take a passage, a verse, and they'll twist it a little bit. I mean, they may quote it, but they're using it in a different context. And it's like, I don't know if that's necessarily what God meant or, or what was intended by that. So yes, there's times when I have to dig a little deep and look around that passage. And that's one of the things that I want to go over with you today is how do you go about, you know, what are some things that you can do to help you think critically about about stuff, okay? It doesn't have to be just biblical. It doesn't have to be just religious. It could be even other things. For one, who is saying it, right? So if you're going to critically think about a statement, a belief, uh, information, who said it? What's the source? Where did it come from? And then who is it being told to? Um, who was supposed to be the recipient of that? So again, if we're talking about the Bible, who said it? 
Where did it come from? Who's the author of that? Or who's the, the speaker of that, the communicator? Who was that person speaking to? Because sometimes there's things in the Bible that was spoken to a specific person or a specific group, and that doesn't necessarily apply to us today. So what? who was it from? Who was it to? And then what is the context around it? You know, again, you can't just necessarily plug a verse and use it for however you want to use it. What was the context? Like, what was the surrounding? Read some of the verses before and after that specific passage so that you can get a good idea of what what was the context. You know, like, um, you may you may hear something about killing. It's like, well, what? Did, does God condone killing? Is he, is he okay with killing? Well, perhaps it was during wartime. Maybe it was during the Old Testament when it was the Old Covenant and he was trying to establish a nation and he was trying to kill off the enemy. Yeah, that doesn't mean that we get to go and kill somebody today because they have a different belief, right? Like, what is the context? You know, who was it spoken to? And, you know, again, there's there's laws, there's orders that God gave in the Old Testament that we don't still adhere to today because it was for a specific group at a specific time. But then there's also truths that were spoken then that relate all the way across. You know, don't have any other gods before you, right? The very first commandment, I am the Lord your God. You're not to have any other gods before me. That was spoken by God to a specific person, people group, but it's also a truth that is now universal because Jesus talks about it in the New Testament, and so it's been kind of reinforced. So again, if you're to critically think about things, you have to look at all the different variables, okay? And I want you guys to do that for the sake of your own faith, because if you don't, you're going to be like the waves. You're just going to come and go. You're going to be like the wind, just getting tossed from one spot to the other. You're going to be like a little leaf in the wind, just, you know, blown around, you may claim Christianity now, but as soon as someone has a better argument, a better belief, something that you like better, you're going to go with that other because you're not rooted, because you haven't critically thought through it enough to really grasp it and take hold of it. So people, young people, even if you're old listening to this, you need to critically think about Christianity. You need to know why you believe it. And that's, the, that's why I love apologetics so much. You know, and I've done it before where I talk about the resurrection and there's these facts that are out there. Okay? You know, it's not just believing it because it was in the Bible. There's, there's other evidence. There's, you know, you're critically thinking through, okay, well, the best, um, you know, the best conclusion to the evidence is that Jesus did die on the cross. He was buried and then he rose from the dead and then he appeared to people based on the evidence. Again, it's a separate podcast. You can go back. I don't know what episode that was, um, but you can go back and listen to that. I give a little bit more detail or a lot more detail, actually. But there's other things like that. It's called apologetics. It's defending your faith, and that helps you to critically think about Christianity. Uh, again, but applying it to today. So for people that are listening to this podcast maybe years from now, and you're wondering what in the heck this you know this podcast, why are we talking about critical thinking so much in the world? I hope our world is a much better place. I hope America's back to what it used to look like and even better before pre-COVID, you know, go back to 2018, you know, beginning of 2019. Um, you know, that that was much better. 
as far as us having our freedoms. But right now, I feel like our country's trying hard to divide us. I don't think we as a people are divided as much as you know the media and people are trying to say, but we need to unite. And that comes through critically thinking about what we're being told, critically thinking, why are they pushing these things? Is this really about our health? You know, us, you know, mandatory vaccines, and I'm, I'm not saying you should or should not get vaccinated, but I'm against them saying only people that are vaccinated get to do this or get to do that. And maybe you have to have a pass. In order to get a passport, you have to be vaccinated. Like, why would they do all these things? If they really concerned about our health, what about all the other things in the world that are really bad for our health? People die from all sorts of things a lot more likely than COVID, okay? So why are they pushing this so hard? Again, critically think about these things. Um, same thing if you hear pastors preaching about something that you're like, that doesn't, you know, I didn't think that was in the Bible. Or I doesn't, didn't think, guess what, God, you better check into it. Does it line up? Because there's a lot of pastors out there that are twisting things and saying things that do not line up with what Christ says. Okay, guys, I uh, hope this made you think about your thinking a little bit. As always, man, I love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for those that are sharing the podcast, for those that are telling others, man, I greatly appreciate it, especially now that the podcast is, is solely on me. It's solely on um, my dime, my energy, my time, So, and helping us grow this podcast would mean the world to me. So thank you, guys, and we'll catch you in the next Podcast. Just someone's know I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth.